I swear. Wrestling Podcast. Hello there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the A Squared Circle Wrestling Podcast. Andy Quilden, as always, joined by Andy Wilson. Hello. How's it going? Pretty good. I'm waiting for one week when I'm like Andy Quilden, joined by someone who's not Andy Wilson. What, as it's well just as? a surprise. No, instead Oh, of, okay. Because like, it's almost like the, the introduction that I give is it's almost so, it's just the same thing every week, isn't Predictable. it? Predictable. Predictable, yeah. Like okay. to throw a curveball yeah. here every week. Maybe next week you can be the person to be like, "Hi there, everyone, and welcome <laughs> to the." Maybe you can start circle. wrestling maybe... podcast with. Oh no, maybe you can start doing the intro. Well, I've tried that before, and you told me off. Oh, so. it didn't work, did it? You're like, I'm the host. Didn't have the charisma to pull it off. Well, apparently not. Yeah, I certainly had the charisma to entertain the huge audience at Bundesliga today. You did, didn't you? Yeah. Still a fan favourite. Yeah. I'm well the champ. Done. Well done. I won it. And that's serious too. I won the Revolution Pro Wrestling Celsi Championship belt today. Congratulations. In a ladder match. I don't do that many ladder matches. You don't strike me as a ladder match type of guy. No, <coughs> no, I wasn't really, no, I wasn't particularly excited about the idea, but we did it and I won. So I managed to out, out skill, out maneuver, out speed, out strength, three other men. And I had to win a qualifying match as well. Got beaten up by the great Okan, didn't you? Well, I beat you. I, yeah, I beat Does it hurt when he hits you? Yeah. Because everything in wrestling hurts. No, but like, you know, he looked like he was giving you some... Sorry, I didn't realise this was pro wrestling secrets exposed. Well, we well we uh, we do we do uncover... Does it hurt? You sound like you're eight years old. Oh, Does wow. it hurt? Wow. Come well, over here and I'll, I'll show you if it hurts. All right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um... So uh, it does hurt. He does hurt. He is, he's he's very heavy-handed. Great yeah. O'Khan's doing really good, isn't he? Yeah, he's, like, he's really taking your best. Um, your best get. Yeah, the, but he's he's really taken to the um, that's you know that style of wrestling, hasn't he? Yeah, the sort of yeah the English style, I guess you'd call it. Yeah, but just uh, I don't know it's different, isn't it? It's different. To well, it's good that he's got the gimmick because I think yeah. without the gimmick, he wouldn't. Re- you know, the gimmick he, he becomes something else, doesn't he? He get, really gets into it. And yeah, and I feel commits to it. Yeah, and I feel yeah. I think the commitment to his his character is. Uh, is I think it's really coming across in that you know, like a uh, he, he had a match with Rishi Ghosh this past weekend, didn't he? It's fantastic. Yeah, I like using that word now. Fantastic. Did you do you know? Or you'll probably tell me I'm wrong. Do you know? Where, do you know where I got the fantastic stuff from? Go on. Oh, uh, maybe, uh, maybe I'm lying. I think I'm lying. Well, what? Because I was thinking about Mark Rollable Rocco's speech that he did before the first uh, York Hall show. Or okay. during the first York Hall show. And he's like, I came here today. Oh, no, he said, I'm delighted. That's what he said. Oh, did he? Yeah, That's so nice. He's delighted by some of the... Maybe he said he's delighted by some of the fantastic professional wrestling. Absolutely delighted. Okay. Well so. done, Rollable Rocco. Yeah. Thank you for <coughs> um, educating you. Inspiring on the things. vocab. Yeah, <coughs> it's not. It's a word which isn't really used uh, used enough, is it? No, not by this generation because they're not delighted by it. Harry, Harry Redknapp uses fantastic a lot as well. Does he? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely fantastic. That sound like him? No. Uh, no, I've not heard his voice in ages, so I just tried to channel it. But did you know the great Okan? Do you know where that comes from? Nowhere. Well, I was talking to my father-in-law yesterday, and I was telling him about the character, and I said, "Oh, he's Genghis Khan." This can sound really ignorant. Is Genghis Khan Japanese? And he said, no, I believe he's Mongolian. 
And I said, ah, he does the Mongolian chop. Oh, there you go. So it must be a Genghis Khan reference. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, so yeah, what have you been up to then, Andy? Um, well, I intend on going out on the lash tonight, celebrating my championship win. Who are you going to take with, with you? With the lads. Um, Timo. Prince oh. Jato. All of a sudden, everyone's getting jealous at you. Yeah, Psycho Phillips. I'm jealous because you're hanging out with Timo. Everyone else is jealous <laughs> because they're jealous. Of We're going to go to the gym first, probably, and celebrate your protein shakes. Yeah, yeah. No, um, what else have I been doing? I went to Luke's wedding, the wedding of the year. Hell of a wedding! I told you he puts on a hell of a spread, didn't I? It was very, very lovely. Yeah, all kinds of things. We were. Uh, this is a good one, isn't it? We were uh, goose herders, weren't we? Yes, yeah. goose or ducks, wasn't it, or something? Was it geese? geese? It was geese. It was a geese, yeah. yeah. We were geese herders. We'd had a few mojitos by that point. Well, you had. Yeah. <laughs> Which I didn't even know what was I in was it. Rum. Oh, no, I had mojitos. You'd had well. some, yeah. yeah. Um, we like to call it uh, We like to call it cocktails. Had a few cocktails. We did, and then the chap who done it. I, f- I sound really loud. You're fine, mate. You sure? Yes, chill out. Okay. Um, the guy who was organising it. No, I sound really loud. You're fine, mate. Just Carry turn it on. down slightly, please. Just talk and I'll correct you as you talk. Okay, so the guy who ran it, the geese herding um, exhibit, I guess you could call it at the wedding, uh, he uh, he said we could be professionals, didn't he? Yeah, I think he, he kind of was like, a, you know. Like oh, you're two really good. <laughs> he was yeah. a northerner, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, yeah. And lucky that's one of the two accents you can do. So oh, I can do loads. Um, so, yeah, he said we were... Yeah, he's, he d- he was very impressed, wasn't he? And he, yeah, he did suggest that we might be cheating because he, we probably were professionals, didn't he? Mm. I think that was what he was insinuating. I think oh, really? he was saying, "Hey, you lot over there, no professionals allowed. We're not professionals. You should be." Yeah, we're that was um, a line from the office. What by the way, that was it. What's uh, what's up? Hustlers, we're hustlers. Yeah, we pretended yeah. Oh, to be. How do you do this again? How do you herd these geese? Yeah, like for me, the big payoff of the, the geese herding was um, the the first bit where you get the geese through the tunnel. Oh yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, That's yeah, like, there's yeah. Pr- real pride. Man. Get all those geese through that tunnel. I like, I like the bridge, but a few escaped the bridge. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. They did. But we all got them in the pen. Yeah. So that was good. Apart from one, do you remember? There was that one little asshole at the end, <laughs> <Was> <laughs> running around. He's got his arms tucked behind his back. That's sod off. Giving it. Yeah. <laughs> and then the ferret, the ferret racing. We came last. Ferret that. racing. Yeah, because we we blew out. Um, you got two thousand ferret monies. And uh, we blew out all our money on the underdog in the first race, didn't we? That was it, yeah. Put it all on. We could have changed our lives, couldn't it? Could have done. Yeah. But that was good. The wedding was good. Right, I'm going to put a picture on my Instagram. Okay. The venue uh, that w- that Luke had this wedding in had all these artefacts. Apparently it's where Mick Jagger's daughter got married as well, right? Yeah. Ain Ho Park it is. And um, very, very nice place. But everywhere you went, there was like artefacts and... I'm trying to think of a better word than artifacts. But <coughs> maybe it, was, it was like a museum. Really, yeah, that's it? what I said. It was like a museum. There were statues and there was, uh, you know, um, bits of ship and there was... Bits of what? Like ship, like boats. Oh, okay. It sounded like you said something else. Oh, no, ship. You've been doing that's that to me a lot. You did it when we did commentary on Sunday. Yeah, you, yeah also, you made a hell of a you also, did it, you also did it last week on the podcast. No, you're just, you're just hearing things. So there's bits of ship on the wall and all sorts of statues and um, I don't want to say memorabilia, but that's not the word at all. Anyway, can I just say that just, it reminded me of that. So I've been, again, I'm just deviating from the script somewhat. Yeah. It reminded me of that. <coughs> Remember Martin Stone did a promo on Marty Skull? Yeah. But you need to watch it like you need to. Um, 
I, like I went back and I watched a few of the old promos, um, and I think someone tweeted. I can't even remember why someone tweeted about it. Um, that someone tweeted about, um, you know, just watch some. Oh, it's because of Brian Christopher. Like they watched back the um, DVD of the oh, Uprising okay. show because of yeah. Brian Christopher, and on that show was Marty Skull and Martin Stone. Yep. And um, and uh, Martin Stone says a line in the promo where he goes, "How do you beat someone that's got?" everything to gain and nothing to lose and then he says you can't right okay <coughs> you can't oh. okay you right. can't yes i see yeah and i remember the first time that that was played someone was yeah. like what the? <laughs> <laughs> well funny you say that a, a part of our juniors class we run on a tuesday one of the kids said to me he was like 10 or 11 and he said see you next tuesday and, yeah. and to which i said see you next tuesday and then one of the mums started laughing because <laughs> I, she clocked first what I'd said. And I said, oh, that sounds horribly awful saying that to a young man. Like, but there you go. So an, an, another one, which is kind of funny. So I remember Ginny did one of the, um, the holiday camp shows. Yes. And a little girl came up to me and she was like, and like, obviously anyone who knows Ginny knows she's a big character and, um, and what have you. And a little girl came up to me and was like, Andy, it's like that girl. She used the B word to me. And I'm like, oh my God, Ginny, you can't have just called a little girl a bitch on a holiday camp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, what? She's like, she called me the B word. And I'm like, my face kind of drops. I'm like, what did she say to you? And she like whispered in my ear, she called me a baby. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, that's sweet. So, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Um, so anyway, to my picture on Instagram, I said to the lads, like, there's, uh, so there's places like Magnificent. Look it up on Instagram, actually. You can, the whole venue, I think, is on Instagram. Uh, I said, is there any dinosaurs here? Thinking everyone would go, no. But there's an actual real-life Triceratops skull. Like, free to touch. And well, no, not free to touch. Well, no. There's, but a, there's a sign saying, do not touch. <laughs> but there's no glass around it. So I just had to touch it. And it says underneath, um, it says... This this triceratops skull is 57 million years open, uh, old, um, you know, to it to protect the integrity of this prehistoric artifact. Don't touch it. Please do not touch. So what do you do? Touched Mucky it. paws all over it. <laughs> Touched it. I had to touch it. And all I could think of was I'd be the one to touch it and it just crumbles to dust. That would be funny. Wouldn't it? <laughs> well, I don't know if it'd be funny or not, but um, a bit like the time when Eamon O'Neill touched the King of the Ring chair. That's right, he did. King of the Ring chair. That was it, just needed to touch it. Yeah. <laughs> just a finger on it. So when you see the 2006 King of the Ring chair on some reruns on the WWE Network, just think, Eamon O'Neill touched that chair. Special day. So yeah, I touched the, I touched a dinosaur skull. So what did it feel like? I can't remember, it was very brief. I didn't sort of like rub it or anything, I just touched it with one finger just to say I touched it. It was quite exciting. But yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Check, my, check out my Instagram. It was a good day though. It was a very good day. Um... Yeah, everyone really happy. Yeah. It's good uh, activities. Real good food in the evening as well. Yes. Like you had uh, burger vans. Uh, oh, burn, yeah, uh, you know, burnt ends uh, before. I've never had them. Neither have I. I've never had them before. No. Well, I have now. Yeah. What Delicious. was that other thing he had? Some French Canadian. He had like, it was like chips and sausages Pizza? and cheese. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, they were like, yeah, chips with smashed in gravy and cheese and <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i can't remember what it's called it's french canadian anyway it was a lovely day and um that was thursday wasn't it what did you do at the, what did we do at the weekend saturday night world of sport episode two was on oh and you've promised us a review andy boys okay so. so i'm gonna be brutally honest i what well, again i sk- i watched it over my tablet this is a, 
So I was around my mum and dad's house for the weekend, okay, and actually um, my nieces and nephews and my kids are all there, and my brother was there, my dad was there, and they were watching it, and I think, I, I haven't really got a great deal to say about it, although... What did your dad think of it? He, the first thing he noted was the ladder match. He said, oh, did they borrow your ladders? Because <laughs> obviously he was at the, pre- the previous week show that yeah. I'm there with the ladder match. the same. Yeah. Ladders look same colour. Yeah. So. <laughs> so I think he was joking, but nevertheless, I said, oh, yeah, yeah, ha you should have said, no, Dad, we actually borrowed them from them. Yeah, those were TV ladders. Um, my niece, ah, I was going to tweet about this, actually. And this is only mine, but my niece, she's 13, 14, and sort of loves Love Island and that kind of thing. And she said, oh, my God, that's not who I think it is, is it? And I said, well, who do you think it is? She goes, Adam from Love Island. And I said, yeah, it is. So when she said, it's not who I think it is, is it? I didn't realise she was going to say that. Um, so she was so very what did you excited. you think she was going to say? Is that Peter Andre? <laughs> That's such a dated <laughs> reference, isn't it? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I, I don't know who she might have thought it was, but she was very excited about Adam on Love Island. So I don't know what that, do you know what I mean? She's probably not the only 13-year-old. Well, I mean, yeah, I think there's, there's definitely, I think that's a, I th- like, again, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not, I've never been into Love Island, which is crazy, because you'd think they'd be totally my bread and butter. And you but love like, Big Brother, and it's like the well, new Big Brother. I love Big Brother. Brother. I loved uh, Only Ways Essex. I love Made in Chelsea. Um, Total Bellas, Total Divas, all those... Ms. Re- and Mrs. I've not watched that yet, but I can't wait to watch it. Okay. I'm going to watch it. I'll give you all a review on that as well. Mm-hmm. And I have got a whole series of Total Bellas. You know, the series that's just been on the telly okay. uh, in America. I've got that whole series on my uh, Virgin Media you know, series link, so I can binge I can binge watch Total Bellas. So I'll give you a, a review cool. of that season in the near future as well. I do like Total um, Divas, actually. It's good. Yeah, and yeah. Like it, there's real good episodic storytelling. And do you know what is... Like, they... Again... This isn't like I, I don't know how to word this without it sounding derogatory, but like um, they make the women's matches seem like uh, that, uh, that happen. So we watch you can watch a show, right? And it might be the second match on, and like often their matches on like main event or what you know or yeah. superstars or whatever you whatever the B show is these days, right? Often they're like little matches on that, and they make it seem like it's a main event of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, right? okay. they do a real good job of doing it, you know. And they do a real good job of kind of heating up loads of stories and, and whatever have you. And like sometimes you watch some of the, the, the build they do for the girls' wrestling matches on Total Divas, and it's like, if you just put like that on, you know, on the Raw telly. or on the telly, you, you know, yeah. before, because it all airs, you know, posts. So like, you know. Oh, it's like uh, months later. Yeah, months probably, later, yeah. yeah. So like, uh, and obviously, like, it's almost like you feel that the build they have, for example, the build they have for WrestleMania, because the first Total Divas, I don't know if you remember, was that when they got cut from WrestleMania. Yeah. And then the second Total Divas was their kind of, Redemption at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and I think the next one was maybe the um, Brie Bella's retirement, something like that. Okay. And then this one, Nikki and John Cena. You know, like yeah, so yeah. every every WrestleMania has be, been like a real special, big time. And uh, and I just feel like yeah, if they'd, if they'd got that stuff on the telly in the build-up shows before the show, you know, you know instead of post, then uh, yeah, it, it might have been used to sell some extra extra buys. I remember seeing a little thing on there, and again, I don't watch it religiously, unfortunately, but. I do. Natalia and Summer Rae had a had a bitch fight on one of their front doors. Yeah, yeah. One of them knocked on the other one. What are you doing here again? No, get out. The, and a little fight out the, on the, the biggest front door. one. Natalia always gets in the scraps on Total Divas. Yeah. The best one was her and Lana. They had a proper did they proper feud. I like feud. to believe it's all you know. It's all, all legit. Yeah. I'm well, not you sure. You can, you can. Yeah. Um, okay. So anyway, yeah. Back to World of Sport. What did you think? Um, I thought it. It was pretty good. I mean, like, like I said, I only really sort of barely watched the first episode, but I actually got, and I did say this to you, I was just watching it, I was like, I'm just getting a good vibe from it, as in, not whether I liked it or didn't like it, I was just like, 
we can't be the only family in the country, like eight or nine of us sitting in the living room watching it together. You know, and obviously there is sort of like a big interest on my part being, you know, involved in the wrestling and knowing some of the wrestlers. But I just felt, I just got like a, a real positive, and it's impossible to say how, because I'm, I'm essentially watching it with eight other people. But I thought, I bet, they, you know, I bet this is going to do a terrific viewership. Terrific. Terrific, there you go. That's another good word. Yeah. Terrific, fantastic, delighted. Yeah, I really, I don't know, I just got a real great I was watching it, it and I was delighted. I was. Um, I'm trying to remember who was in it. So I actually watched the show, so... Uh, do okay. you <laughs> well, do you know who I thought was really good, who I did see? Robbie X. Yeah. He's, the mask is good, isn't it? Yeah. And he um, he stayed at my house about five, six years ago. Oh, well done, mate. No, Can no, I have your autograph? I'm about to tell a story. And I thought he was... Um, I don't want to be horrible about him because he was just a young kid, but he... he oh, he was Marty's young boy for a little while, he didn't say he? he? didn't say, thank you for having me. He, you know, barely but said I think he was just, But I think he was just... But that's my point. Yeah. He's like, he was a young, young man. He's like, we've got a little little lad like that at the moment who's sofa surfing, isn't he? <laughs> well, that's it, yeah. This lad's been sofa surfing for nearly two... He hasn't been home since Father's Day, whenever that was. Um, and uh, I really don't think it's too healthy. But my point is about Robbie. He's, he's a young man now. He's not a kid anymore. So I'm not, I'm not knocking him. I remember just not thinking very much of him at the time. And then I watched him wrestle on Saturday, and I thought he was probably the highlight of the show. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought, um, so I, my review um, was much better than the first week's episode. Better better paced. I think it was a very brave decision putting the girls on last as well. I think it was a good decision as well. I think the, the girls more than, more than held their own. I thought it was a... I'm trying to think of a word that I can say which isn't fantastic or terrific. <laughs> um, she was terrific again. It was a wonderful match. Yeah. I actually did. I thought it was. I really thought it was a good match. Um, enjoyed that a lot. Um, and dare I say, I think if you know the wrestlers, you'd have probably been banking on Viper winning. Um, I'd like. I'd say Kaylee out of the yeah, three. Probably, yeah. I'd say Kaylee Ray would be the least likely to win. Yeah, probably. And the fact she won made it. I think you know a bit of a yeah, bit of a bang. Like, and Kaylee Ray's good. Like real good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's the way she moves around the ring. Um, She's a pro, character. She? Yeah. She's on all the time, switched on all the time, yeah. I like her a lot. I thought that was a, yeah, like I say, fantastic main event. Um, I didn't like, um, again, like I, I'm just telling you on it, my honest opinion on stuff, so don't kill me for it. Um, I didn't like, I thought that the, the Rampage and Joe Hendry match was unnecessary. Um, just It was almost like there just for the sake of having it there. But also, given the fact that, um, and again, this is... A, this is a review, the same way I'd review EastEnders. Okay. Right? You don't need so to keep saying that before you make a point. No, but I'm, I'm just making it perfectly clear. I think um, our listeners know. They know. That, okay. Just yeah. people who take stuff that I say and twist it. And we'll have to stop putting it. a disclaimer on this, guy. This show is based no, no, purely... Basically, we'll start the show like this now. Uh, everything Andy says, just assume he's thought the phrase, no offence, but... Okay? That'll do. Um... Yeah, why not? <laughs> so, uh, where was I? Joe Hendry and Rampage. So Joe Hendry and oh yeah, so Joe Hendry had was turned on last week by Martin Kirby, and this week Joe Hendry comes out and he's challenging Rampage Brown for the championship. For for Noah, like he lost his tag match, his tag team partner turned on him. Now he's challenging Rampage. Martin Kirby wasn't involved in that. You know, if he come out and challenged Rampage, was like, listen, uh, you know, like, uh, obviously I can't trust some people. But I'm going for, you know, I'm going for this singles championship now. I'm on my own. Like, you know, now it seems I don't have a tag team partner. I'm going to be on my own. Why not then have Martin Kirby, you know, screw him out of that match 
to then further ignite their a bit feud. Of continuity. And or just not have Joe Hendry take that match with Rampage, put someone else in that position. Because then at the end of the episode, it was like, next week, Joe Hendry takes his revenge on Martin Kirby. And he's like, but he didn't seem that bothered about him this week. Do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it was almost like it was weird. It was just like, just for the sake of it. Yeah, sure. Know? Okay. Um, so. He's not. That's a, go on. That's, a, that's, a, that's all I'd say on that on that one. Like, okay. um, But yeah, aside from that, like I've always, again, like a real solid episode. Again, I feel like it could have really done with, like you had a bit of, um, you know, bit of video package of this happened last week. But again, I just feel like it could have done with just those nice little people pieces, mm -hmm. you know, like that ITV is so good at. I mean, I don't know, but I'm going to assume they're probably not coming. Um, no, I don't pieces. think they are. No, yeah. and I don't like, and, and I assume that the cuts, because obviously, the, the criticisms of the constant cuts are, are still there. Um, but I'm going to assume that the whole series has been edited already, so I don't think that there's going to be any it's drastic like waste, changes. Wasted energy. Isn't yeah, it? I think that you know, if there's a season, what did it be? A season two? Is it season one? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess if there's a season two, or a Christmas special. Um, yeah, I, 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 I would imagine that may be addressed. I don't know. Um, but yeah, like on the on the whole, I thought it was a good show, very well wrestled all around. Um, Did I see Doug on it? Yeah, oh, he. Like, but like, do you know what? As well, like he Doug stood Williams, out. Yeah. yeah, he stood out as. Um, I, I don't know. I was just watching it, and I was just like, oh, what a, just what a pro. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just so he's so good in the ring, isn't he? Just like he's smooth, but he's not. And this is you know, Doug doesn't need to hear any uh, compliments from me. But like, i every time I watch Doug, he's smooth. Some wrestle, some wrestlers wrestle smooth, and it looks really phony. You know, looks rehearsed and you know, like play play fighting almost. Like Doug is smooth, but he's so, he's he's like another level. You know, he's still very believable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, he's real good. Um, so, so so so. Out of ten, as an episode. Six point five. Okay. What would you give it? Probably, I was going to say six. So six or seven. Yeah. Let's go seven. Or you could just go. I preferred it more than you. See, so you were like, <laughs> you were like, oh, what would you give it as an episode? I was going to say six or seven. I've said six point five. Yeah. So I've met in the middle. So you could just okay. write six point five. There's no need. All to. right, six point five then. Six point seven. I'll give it. Um. Yeah. So that was our weekly world of sport review. Yeah. Maybe we should do these every week now. We, we will do them every week. Yeah, yeah. But like, I can't. Go you can guarantee my viewership this week. Okay. And then we'll see what happens. Premier League starting again, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Foot you mentioned pro that. Proper football. Burnley back on the telly. <laughs> proper football's a La Harry Redknapp line again as well. Is it? And he's like, oh, he's just talking about international football. But I like international football now. But like a, yeah. Yeah, you're a glory hunter, aren't you? No, I don't. You're one of the only people I know who supports two teams and you know that's not I don't allowed. support two teams. Well, I do. Well, no, <laughs> whatever. Nobody else supports two teams except for you. And like the losers at school. <laughs> like, oh, I support Man U and Liverpool. Oh, just well, it's not like Man U and Liverpool. It's not like Southend United and Arsenal are two competing <laughs> teams. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it's not, I don't really support Southend United anymore. I look at their results. Yeah. Okay. I might start going to Portsmouth this season as well. Oh, I bet you don't. <laughs> Three <guarantee>. teams. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Three teams. Well, when Calvin's old enough, I'm definitely going to take him to the football. Yeah, why don't you take him to a good team like Arsenal or something? Expensive, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can go to the League Cup games where it's like you know cheap tickets for kids. They just hope they just hope someone turns up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so that was Saturday night. Uh, we, do you want to talk about Sunday? We should talk about what else happened on Saturday night. Well, Saturday. Well, Ring was out, wasn't it? Oh uh, yeah. Oh, that was good. Yeah. So 
Dan McGee takes our ring a lot of places. And it doesn't, doesn't even ask us. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll take that. And uh, he and I've not thought of it too much until this weekend, but I realised if I get a phone call from Dan McGee post ten o'clock, it's always it's going to be bad news. So I woke up. So I never saw like so as we've already discussed. I go to bed super early. Yeah. And like, After I think you're, sport, you're like, oh, yeah. it's off to bed now. Yeah. Yeah, no. Do you know what? I I watched uh, so I watched the news and then I watched the program on after that, which was um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a Japanese, like it, it basically shows Japanese like wacky Japanese TV. That was brilliant as well. Okay. No, it's not Takeshi's Castle. No, okay. But it's like, oh, so like here's an example of a skit. So they show like all the crazy stuff on. So have you seen the episode of The Simpsons where home there's like the Japanese game show and uh, in the end they fall off a into a volcano or something okay. and they land into the they land into the studio and they're like oh you've, you've like luckily you've and Homer's like lying around going it burns it burns and they're like luckily you've just fallen into a sea of uh, our sponsor like Orange Aid or whatever like it's not really volcanic whatever lava. <laughs> you know lava yeah. and then it just cuts back to Homer and he's still going it burns it burns it's just kind of funny okay um, but like stuff like that so like a there's like they had hot girls lying on a beach. And what right? cha- what what channel are we talking? ITV. ITV. Yeah. So this is on like so you uh, World of Sport, the yeah. news, and then this. Okay. Um, and like um, and it's just like little skits from the Japanese TV shows. A bit anyway, like Euro Trash. Uh, no. No. <laughs> more like kind of it's more like you've been framed, but like kind of but it's just showing like this is what goes on in Japanese TV shows. Okay. So like one of them was like one of the Japanese TV shows was like catching like guys out macking on girls basically. So like you had some hot girls like lying on the beach and then you had like in front of them was like a beach was a what appeared to be sands but it was like a false floor. So like as they were going by and looking at the girls if they stopped to look at the girls they'd fall through the oh, fall through the ground into like a pit of foam. Okay. And this is kind of like little, little, broken legs, little yeah. things like that just hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. and uh, um, and there was like a few skits like that that they showed um, which had me in stitches so okay. give that a watch. But anyway yeah I went to bed after that. Yeah. Um, I'm normally in bed by about nine o'clock um, apart from a Wednesday night when we have training and any nights there's a late night that there's night. There's a late ten. night, yeah, ten <laughs> o'clock, yeah. Um, at half ten. Yeah. By the time I get settled. <laughs> but like um, Put your slippers on. <laughs> but um but in general nine o'clock I'm in bed by. Okay. Um and uh Saturday night was no different. And unless I have a show, it's a very late night. Yeah. Um and Saturday night I was in bed and I woke up the next morning and I actually woke up to three missed calls from Dan McGee and then there was like a picture, it's like Chris Roberts has sent you a picture. Right, and I looked at the picture that Chris Roberts had sent me, and I was like thinking, like you know, like who's died now, or you know, who's slagging you off on Twitter? Who's slagging me off on Twitter? Yeah. yeah. And I opened the picture message, <laughs> and it's our ring, it's like just obliterated. Yeah. So anyway, you Destroyed. came. Your so, uh, so my phone rang at 10 p.m. and actually, so Finley, uh, he's eight, and. We went round my brother's for the afternoon for a barbecue and stuff. And they've got Netflix. So I was like, oh, this Goosebumps looks all right. And I think the first episode... Of, do you remember Goosebumps? Did you watch that as a kid? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So not the film. The, the TV the series, yeah. yeah. Which is based on uh, the books. books. Yeah. yeah. So I thought, oh, this would be all right. And essentially the first episode... I didn't even watch it with him. Uh, but I looked over at one point and there was a man with like a fish for a head. And uh, I was thinking, God, this is supposed to be for kids. I mean, I'm not sure it's supposed to be for eight-year-olds really, but... Anyway, uh, he was absolutely terrified, so I had to go sit in a chair, <laughs> in a chair, not on his bed or on a on a on a nice soft anything, 
I sat on a chair till he fell asleep. And then at 10 o'clock, Dan McGee phoned me. And uh, did, when he called, did you have any initial thoughts of him? I knew something had gone wrong. Because yeah. it was just obvious. Like, to, uh, do you know what? I thought it would be a problem with the van, actually. Oh, really? I thought the van's broken down or something. <laughs> so anyway, I said, oh, you're right, mate. And he's like, no, not really. And I was like, oh, great. Is it because it sort of sounded like it was something I'd done, you know, despite the fact I hadn't seen him for three days. And he goes, oh, mate, you'll never guess what. the You know, Chuck Mambo won the championship belt and he's invited everyone into the ring and the ring's collapsed. And um, so he, he then called me back on FaceTime. He showed me. And the ring, uh, so if you can imagine one of the side irons that, that supports the whole ring. You know, there's four side irons that supports the whole ring. One of them had just caved in. Like, hadn't broken or snapped. Yeah. It just caved in. Which is in... And, um and like it's literally bent down to the ground, isn't it? Near enough, and, yeah. Um, and and it's because obviously those rings are heavy duty rings. Obviously they're flexi beams, which is why they bend a little bit. But that's to kind of give the give because now we're getting into the science of professional wrestling rings. <laughs> like either you have a flexi beam ring where it, the the weight distributes across the entire ring, or you have a ring with a spring in the middle, which is where the weight distributes onto yeah. the and I don't the think center. I've ever been in a ring with a spring in the middle that has ever that has ever been sort of bouncy no it's the never got any give that's no, it. no it's yeah, pointless no. Um, yeah no it's no, a, like they're always like, just yeah, rock hard really hard yeah um, but anyway um, and these flexi beam rings are generally a, a lovely lovely clean bump aren't they but um, um, anyway what what often happens on these rings is um where they where they bounce and whatever and all the wear the wear and tear goes into the um, the the brackets which go on the ring post and and sometimes you see pictures of rings collapsed with this style of ring because a bracket has come clean off the post and that has happened to us a few times before in training uh, in our training school with one of those rings where the brackets have come off the side so obviously we've had all the rings reinforced because we were obviously responsible. Yeah, last thing, last thing, because if one of those goes, the show's over. Yeah. So there's no way we could, because uh, it was shoddy workmanship when we bought it, really. <laughs> it was, like. Yeah, well, that's what uh, we were told. That's what it? our professional yeah. welder mate told us. Um, so he's reinforced the rings, and he was like, he said something along the lines of, I built the um, the, the stands at um, Havant and Waterlooville Football Stadium. He's like, trust me, these. Lifetime guarantee. Yeah, these are going to yeah. stand the test We've of mentioned time. We've before, yeah. I think, yeah. And. Um, and that's the thing, like because what would have happened before, probably the bracket would have snapped off. Yeah, it wouldn't have been so bad. Yeah. It wouldn't have been so bad because yeah. it would have just been a fix on the, mm -hmm. on the on the the bracket. But unfortunately, because he's been reinforced, fair enough to Bob the welder. I know. <laughs> like he's lifetime like guarantee. Uh, standing yeah, up, really. stood up. Yeah. Um, but as a result, the, but the steel couldn't handle the, the weight of the people. I guess there was like 40, 50 people in the ring, God, grown know, grown yeah. adults jumping up and down. jumping up and down. Um, and uh, yeah, and and I, it just kind of caved in, and like the the scary thing about that. So obviously that presented a lot of problems. We had the, the London cockpit the next day, uh, or I had my cockpit show where obviously I was using that ring. Um, we have already loaded up into into another van, um, my 18 foot ring, but obviously that would really wouldn't work in the cockpit, would it? We wouldn't be able to fit any people in. No. <laughs> so um, so we had to get the 16 foot ring from our school the following day. But like uh, I guess the issue with the ring is. Um, are we, are we going into the sciences of what's wrong with the ring? Well, we just we don't know whether right. it's all going to fit back together, do we? The, yeah, the, so some of the so basically, twisty, yeah. So basically, the side that side's done. Um, so we're going to need to get a new a new side piece done, um, and then um, yeah, then the issue is where the poles are, where the cross beams which go into that 
where there was so much force on it, all of those poles, all those irons are twisted, or at least the, the ones which the ones which were in the centre are twisted. Um, so it's almost like a case of we don't even know how much it's going to cost to get sorted, or if we can get it fixed, or we have to replace. Um, so we have to get that. Um, we have to get it up, really, don't we? The way it the way it is, but then it's like almost impossible to do because it's broken. So it's like, we kind of need to, yeah, we need to get one bit repaired before we can see if the other bits. Yeah. Right. It's going to yeah. be a long old process. And like, and then it's like the ring posts are bent and the, like the, the bottom base the plates, plate. are, the base plates are coming off the ground now. So like, um, and we don't know if it's affected the integrity of the rest of the ring. So like, you know, is it, is it now that the, the other side beams are weak and, sure. <laughs> you know, is someone going to bump? Is it going to, you know, do the same? So we've got, some testing to be done on it. We've got to have stuff fixed, etc. Um, but fair play to, you know, both Chuck Mambo and Riptide. They've both kind of put their hands up and Apologize, taken responsibility yeah. for shall it. We, uh, um, shall we plug the um, GoFundMe page? Yeah, they have a GoFundMe page going, which I thought was wonderful. Like, um, And I believe the, what some of the Riptide fans started that. Yeah, they did. Yeah, 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 it, yeah, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't by the lads who run it. No, no. So they've got a GoFundMe page for it. You, you'll have to... Search it. Yeah, I think just, just reach out. But um, just search Riptide. Obviously, they've they've it. taken responsibility for it, so obviously it will be, um, it will help them out greatly, and it will help us out greatly as well. Because the last thing we need, at the moment, in our um, with our busy schedule, like obviously there's nothing. I don't think it's going to be something which is going to be sorted in imminent next couple of weeks. Well, unfortunately, the world is away on holiday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it can be much worse yeah. timing. Um, but if you booked a ring for us, you'll definitely, you'll get, definitely that get your ring. ring. Yeah, but I mean, we like obviously that created. We had to get a ring loaded up, or that ring off, another ring loaded on mm -hmm. for the cockpit show, which left us without a ring in the training school. And then on Monday morning, myself and oh, that was a good one, wasn't it? Monday morning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to build the other ring. Yep. Well done. Adamant, you were adamant that we were there at eight a.m. And you were like, you? "No, I can't do eight a.m." I said, "No, I said to you." Oh like, no, my wife doesn't let me out the door till ten. <laughs> I didn't say yes, that. You did. I said, I said the most realistic time for me to get there for is ten o'clock because. Calvin in the morning I take Calvin mm. so Hayley can have a shower and have some breakfast and whatever and I said real, more realistically 10 o'clock's better but I get, I'll get there as soon as I can you're like gotta be 8 o'clock can't be after 8 o'clock because I've got stuff to do with my day right so um, yeah I'm only scratching my eye I thought, not, you, were, I thought you were I thought you were looking at me in an intimidating uh, <laughs> intimidating fashion um, so I, g I gave you a call you didn't answer your phone Oh my I, uh, god, I forgot. I Rishi forgot. uh Rishi uh Ghosh came. Dan the young man was conveniently so surfing just on the <laughs> on that. He was uh, just waiting outside on yeah. the wall, was he? Yeah. Yeah. Um so the three of us put up our regional wrestling ring, mm. which is the most awkward ring in the world yes. to put together. Um which hasn't collapsed yet. So well, it's not going to because it was good workmanship. Okay. Like as long as you put it up properly, there's nothing wrong with it. But like, um, it's not an ideal fix. But I mean, it's uh, it's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. So we've still got two we've rings. We've still got two more wrestling rings in, most in our school. Course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we've got two rings standing in our school, and we've got um, we've got uh, you know, a ring, a ring still on the van, ready to go. So mm -hmm. won't let anyone down with the the old ring jobs. But um, but yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, quite the. Quite the it's time. always an adventure. It is, but it's I always a disaster, say, I should say. But I always say nothing's ever straightforward, is it? No. Like it should. Like just when things seem to be going mm -hmm. your way. Yeah. You know. Every time you're ahead in anything, you get a massive bill for something. Yeah. You know, all those bills getting cut. It's just 
timing and do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So is it, like, is it one step forward and two steps back? Yeah, is, I a, think is, so, a, yeah. is a term. Yeah. And that happens a lot, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Like, I mean, around the, was it around this just before this time last year when we had our van done? Or was that the year before? No, that was last year. Last year, yeah. like our ring van, obviously breaking down. That was like just as we felt like we were last May getting ahead with the wrestling school and the, yeah, you know, and that happens. We we're going to be able to pay ourselves something, weren't we? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh no. Three thousand pounds. Pay it to the con man down the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well. Oh well. Live and learn. Say la vie. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but hopefully, like I say, like I do hope that you know, it's just it's more of a time thing than anything now because obviously with Riptide, you know, only like taking responsibility for it. You know, it's um, we know that they're gonna make sure it's kind of made right. Sure. Um, and like I, and again, like I, you know, obviously Chuck was like devastated by it. He had to face me the next day, didn't he? Oh yeah, <laughs> he was, yeah, yeah. Um, he sent the preemptive uh, message in yeah, the morning yeah, just yes, to did, yeah. make sure that he was still welcome. <laughs> um, but like, it's just one did of those. You say, "Can I still come to?" Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. I'm joking. You sent the group message. Um, didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, but like, okay. but I'm, I am completely joking. But what I will say though is not really uh, like is, is is it's just one of those things. It's not it's not anyone's fault. It's just one of those things that you just don't think about. Yeah. And like, but if you ask me now, so if you ask me in 2018, can I get 50 wrestling fans into the ring to jump up and down and celebrate? I'll be like, absolutely not, right? Because I have a more of a... Um, realistic, almost. Yeah, I'm more realistic. And I, I, know, the com- I know the consequences of, of actions. If you ask me when I started out, when I was 18 years old, can we get people in the ring to celebrate? I'd be like, yeah, go, get involved. And we did one time. Didn't win JC Thunder. JC Thunder won the belt, yeah. yeah. Um, Sorry, T Bone. <laughs> but um, but yeah, but that could have easily happened to that ring, easily, you know. Yeah. Um, but like um, but he, he was a bit like. But I think what saved that was it was a lower set ring. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the higher it is, uh, the center set, of gravity yeah. is different or something. Well, there is a, there is a logic in that madness. But um, yeah. but yeah, like uh, that was uh, yeah. But I, you, like I say, like again, like this is just an example of you know when you've been around and I, I'm sure so these are all lessons so I guess the Riptide guys are probably like oh not again because obviously they had the lesson with a ripped canvas yes you know when they used the table and it was the first show they they didn't gimmick I don't re- but well <laughs> uh, it's the first or second show and we just bought a new canvas yeah, and canvases aren't 50 quid very right? expensive okay and all of a sudden um, I get a phone call saying they had a tables match between Jimmy Havoc and someone Whoever went through the table, the table tore into the canvas, put a big. But hole it was in because the they didn't gimmick the they didn't gimmick the table, right? And they kept trying and trying to break it, and obviously, yeah, the table yeah. dug in and ripped the canvas. But that's just again, that's just something that if they're not going to do it again. Sure, <laughs> they're going to. Lo- do you know what I mean? It's just one of those things that you learn, you learn from, don't you? You know, and like I think that's what you know as they get more experienced within the wrestling industry, they realise that. Everything's a pain. Sure. <laughs> and, you know, and, and and stuff will get you that you don't even think is is a is a possible, is a logical possibility, you yeah. know. Um, so, yeah. There we go. That was Saturday night. Mm. Do you want to talk about Sunday night? We can. But we got, we'll address the elephant in the room. I suppose we should, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you've probably, you've probably seen the... Well, if you know, if if you listen to this, you probably, probably have heard the story yeah. or read the comments on social media. Yeah, so um, we so on Sunday we had a show at the London Cockpit. Um, it was uh, the show itself. I thought was a very good show. One of the again, like 
I, I, I stand by the shows that we've done at the cockpit. Over the last 12 months in particular have been real good, really good. Um, and I think that there was like, you know, a great tag match at the start with the Hunter Brothers and Aussie Open. Um, but just the whole show kind of flowed really well. Um, but the show was, um, I guess what we're, what we're getting to is the show was um, kind of um, earmarked to be the place where Sam Adonis um, was going to make his, his Rev Pro debut, um, where we were going to start up, um, which was going to be a summer long summer long program with him um it was mainly going to be with kid brooks but kid brooks chris brooks um but kid lycos was scheduled to be involved curtis chapman was scheduled to be involved there was a you know some real cool stuff we'd actually had had planned um to put into context uh sam adonis is someone who's been coming to the uk for probably eight would you say eight years I, maybe? I think i want to say his first summer might have been 2010 or 11 yeah, so so roughly eight, seven, eight years. Yeah. Um, since that point, he's made a he's made a name for himself in in Mexico, working for CMOL. He's got controversial. But ju- just to add, he never he was never working the UK Indies. In, you know, no, he like was always working. Marks. He was working for Brian Dixon. Brian Dixon, yeah, working the holiday camps and and WAW working the holiday camps and you know the summer shows and you know and. Uh, and he was he so, and and like he's a guy who's uh he he's a big character um very charismatic um and so I thought he would bring something different to to add a different dimension to to our shows um and uh he was he was debuting on on Saturday he had uh, on Sunday sorry he had some uh, some kind of bullet points as to where to go with his promo um the, the, the idea was based around the, the Chris Brooks's um, declaration of independence promo, um, and it was it was supposed to go along the lines of, um, you know, he's calling out Chris Brooks. Um, so originally, he was supposed to be uh, he was going to attack Chris Brooks, but Chris hadn't told me he could no longer do that date because he was in America. So like, it kind of changed. So he was attacking um, Curtis Chapman instead at the end of the at the end of Curtis's match and calling out Chris Brooks which then it kind of worked better it would have worked better in a way because it kind of leads to another match it leads to a match with Curtis as well you know and gives another little dimension to the the rivalry Um, and like the idea was he was going to am I should I even is it do we need should we explain where it goes or where it's supposed to go or I don't know you might use someone else in that role another time I might do yeah. yeah but it was like it was a well thought out Chaptered story. Chap- chaptered story. I'm going to um, sneeze. You want to turn my microphone down? Well, you might as well sneeze now because you've already said I'm going to sneeze. So. <coughs> you didn't need to sneeze into the microphone. <laughs> no, did I you? didn't, did I? But I wanted to get full uh, audio effect. Okay, well, Bless we're going to keep we're going to keep that on the. Okay. We're going to keep it on. We're just going to roll with it. We're going to freestyle in pal. Cool. Um, so yeah, it was a well thought out story where we were where we were going to go from there um and what happened was he attacked he obviously attacked curtis after the match grabbed the microphone started cutting his promo um it wasn't really having the desired effect so as a wrestler right and somebody who's cut promos from everywhere from live shows to holiday camps and everything right I could read his body language as 
he was getting very, not flustered because he's very, very talented, but he was getting frustrated, okay, because in his mind, he wanted to come in and, like you said, provide something different, okay? So a lot of Rev Pro shows, not really, you don't really get showered with booze, you know, like it's more there, like, I mean, Lord Gideon Grey will, um, but do you know what I mean? It's not, he wanted to be the one who, like, we hate Sam Adonis, okay? We are going to boo Sam Adonis out the building, okay? And that wasn't the reaction he was getting initially. Mm. When he brought Chris Brooks's name up, then people were like, oh, we like Chris Brooks. Chris Brooks is one of our favourites. Now we're going to play along. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, he was getting frustrated that he wanted, he, he'd almost, like, bet on himself a bit too much that he was going to come in and, you know, I'll show these guys I'm bringing something different to Rev Pro. I'm going to be a bad guy. I'm going to be a, a heel who's a committed heel, which he is, and he does do well. So, uh, and when he wasn't getting that reaction, I don't really keep using this word, but he was just getting, fr- I, I'm going to assume anyway, he was getting very, very frustrated. And when you get frustrated... Sometimes you say stupid things, almost in like desperation to get that reaction you were looking for. Yeah, I can't, I, I can't really comment on why he said the stuff, but like I see, what, I understand that logic that you're saying, and I think that the way I worded it was, it was very misguided um, and misjudged. He misjudged the situation, um, and I think that he he obviously used some homophobic slurs or one, and then that got a reaction, but it wasn't a. He read that reaction wrong. I felt that he saw that as this, this is, is how heat. I, this is how this I'm is get- heat, and this is how yeah. and I've got I've got a, <coughs> I've got a little bit of heat now, so this is how yeah. I get them. So I, I've turned left. I'm not getting the reaction I want. So I've gone right with a homophobic slur, and that seems to be working. So I'm going to keep going right. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So yeah. right, we started with, and he couldn't have been yeah. further. He'd been better off just getting that almost like just, that little just reaction. Get that, yeah, get that little reaction. Let's turn it into a video and let's. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Let's. Yeah. You know, no one. When Goldberg had his first, like this is a ridiculous <laughs> analogy, but you know, when Goldberg had his first match, it wasn't like people were coming alive for Goldberg, but he no. just kept at it. And yeah. then you know, after like nothing gets over really on the, on the first, first day. Time. Yeah. yeah, unless you're unless you just strike gold. Yeah, you know, nothing gets over on the first day. But like, um, so I like yeah, it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been a failure if it if it hadn't got a reaction. But anyway, sure. so he he you know cut that promo, um, and again it made people feel uncomfortable. Um, it made me feel uncomfortable. I wasn't really sure myself. I was kind of taken aback. You know, I was like, obviously, as soon as he said the first thing, it's like you can't. Do you know what I mean? It's like we can't say that stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it's just like I don't know. It was just it's one of those. It was just a weird situation. It wasn't like... Yeah. So so we discussed, me and you, whether we were going to address some of the comments on Twitter. And someone... But I will, because someone said, why didn't you cut his microphone? You you never think of a solution under pressure. Yeah. And it, Do you, you know what I mean? So the solution would be to, boom, whack that volume down. And like, but even then, even if you've taken the volume down... Like, and again, I'm not making excuses at all. Like, I, But I feel that... The cockpit is such a small venue that you take that volume down, you can still cut a promo and everyone can hear it. That's and it. he probably would have just been like, oh, you can try and turn my mic off all you want, but I'm going to, you know, mm-hmm. and, and kept cutting the promo, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Or he would have got the message. But do you know what I mean? That yeah. It's easy. Yeah. It's, it's hindsight again, isn't it? Like- and, and think about the position of people as well. Like I was obviously, um, I was downstairs at ringside. Because I like for by whatever chance I was wound up doing ring announcing that day, which obviously I was, I'm I'm not doing anymore because I'm trying to I'm trying to take myself away from these from that so I can try and run the show a bit better. You know I don't want to be running all over the place um, 
you know, during these shows. Um, so, um, yeah, I was down by ringside. So, like, to get the microphone turned off, it would even have to be, like, running upstairs, <laughs> you know, into yeah. the sound booth, getting it, you know. Um, the people in the, the sound booth, obviously, weren't, you know, they're not wrestling people. Yeah, they they're wouldn't like, have been aware and yeah. that this wasn't part of the script. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, and again, like it is, like you say, it is like hindsight's a wonderful thing. And like when you're when you're not in the heat of the moment, it's like, oh, I should. I? And it's like people are like, why didn't you explain to him that this wasn't called for? Because I'd like to think you don't have to, like. Yeah, you, you know, weren't expecting it. And yeah, like yeah. He's, he's never. Like, and Sam and Sam has made a career in England of wrestling on the holiday parks. Yeah. He's not going out there saying this and that about homosexuals on the holiday parks, is he? No. So no, he knows that, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and that's just, and that's, you. it wouldn't even cross your mind to say, oh, by the way, you shouldn't say this, you shouldn't say that. You just go, here's what I'd like you to say, please. Yeah, and I gave him, like, the, this is a, you know, these are the, these are the bullet points I want you to hit. Mm-hmm. You know, but it was all story, it was none... <laughs> Like, I, I, I hate that I even have to, you know, say, you know, like there was none of that language in what I told yeah. him to say, but it was like all bullet points of this is, you know, which has storyline directed, which is the way all the guys that cut promos on my shows, it's the way we do it in terms of like, you know, here's a structure, you know, it's not scripted like WWE promos, you know, it's I want people to go out and be themselves and, and be able to express themselves and, bit and do so. freedom, Yeah, without, without me putting words in their mouths because I feel like um, that's the way individuals are created is, is by letting people, you know, letting people go out and, and cut their own promos. But then when something like that happens, you, there's the argument against, isn't there? You know, they, you know, that I'm always about the argument for, which is that creative freedom and being able to express yourself and be able to cre- like paint your own canvas. But then, you know, when something like that happens, you're like, perhaps I should be scripting everything, you know? Um, so it's something to think about for future moving forward. But, you know, certainly, obviously, in, in, in that instant, um, I was really taken aback by it, and uh, and I think the first line I said when I got on the microphone was "Welcome back to 2018." Um, and in my head, that was kind of like, I was like, "This is bad, right?" But I was like, "Surely everyone realizes that this guy has just made a huge mistake." Like in terms of like, this guy's just—I I don't know how to how to word it. Like I just felt like, um, well, if you go back to. Uh to 1996, Jerry Lawler was feuding with Goldust on WWF. Yeah. And Jerry Lawler calls Goldust on WWF TV. Okay? It's, when you say we're back in 2018, you know, homosexuality is obviously um, far more accepted than it was even 20 years ago. Okay? And, it, and it's not a big issue anymore. So for Sam to try and use that as a way to put someone down... You know, you, it's just a case of you can't say that anymore. It's not cool to say that anymore. It never was cool. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it really, it really isn't cool to say that anymore. Yeah, I, it, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm trying to word this as best I can to kind of create discussion about it and and we'll get people thinking. And I, at least, I mean, the world we live in is a completely different place, yes. and it wasn't acceptable then, and it's not acceptable. It wasn't cool then, but it was obviously a bit more acceptable. Oh yeah, no. Okay, so 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 okay, so it was more. Um, it was so it, it was still like to me it still wasn't acceptable to me it was like it was accepted yeah as this is 
you know, like, but back in the day... Well, it's a bit like racism, like, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, so I was going to make the point, like, black people would be segregated from white people yeah. in, in, at live events. A wrestling event, you'd have a black section and a white section. You know, um, even at um, the show that WWE did in, uh, where was it, uh, Saudi Arabia, okay. um, those shows, women were only allowed to go to the show with a man. Yes. Single men had to set, sit in a separate section to married men at the back, right? So... Um, so even there, there's still that segregation. I know this is a completely different culture, um, but like, <laughs> it's accepted as their culture, but it's not. It's still not acceptable. Yeah, like we can so, look at it and go, well, that's, that's not a, how we live. Yeah, um, you know, because we are in a welcoming community. So, you know? and and we can look and we can look back at that, you know, in hindsight and be like, you know, that '96 Jerry Lawler and Goldust thing was was too much. Yeah, you know, doesn't um, age well. I think it do, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't age well. Yeah. Um, and um, and again, like it's just to me, it's all about education, and and you know, making sure people know that this isn't acceptable and why it's not acceptable. And like I was saying, the the line I used was "Welcome back to 2018," because in my mind, um, and I, as I said at the time, like I want everyone to be able to come to my wrestling shows, to be able to enjoy the wrestling shows, and to be able to have a good time, and not have to worry about out the outside world you know i don't want anything to snap them back to reality and nothing snaps you back to reality like a you know a bit of homophobia you know um he also made a distasteful comment about um disability as well which again uh, it, it was just it, it was something which is almost archaic in terms of where that kind of insult came from yeah it was um that's one that caught caught me very off guard. That one, you know, when you you know, because because you've heard all the homophobic slurs before, but then for, to reference that, that was the one that really took me aback, and I yeah. thought you've really let yourself down now. It's, it's so hard because I said there's, there's like there's a fine line between having a wrestling character, um, and real life, and as that line gets blurred, more more and more, like what you can say and what you can't say becomes more and more blurred yeah. as well. Um, yeah, because, I mean, there is, like, an argument to what what you can and can't say because, you you know, a wrestler... So, my name, obviously, is not really Andy Boy Simmons. My real name is Andrew Lee Simmons. But when I go in the wrestling ring, I'm playing, even though, you know, he's close to me and, like, I don't have an outrageous gimmick. You know, so I'm... I am just a you're, short, you're a a short extension yeah. of me. But other guys go out there and... I know, I'm trying to think of someone off the top of my head. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, whoever played the executioner, he's not really going around chopping people's heads off, is he? But I, don't, I know that doesn't give him a reason then to go, oh, well, I'm going to call this audience a bunch of whatever. Yeah, it's, it's hard. It's just that we... I think, again, like I say, it's it's all about education. and And I feel that it was... Again, horribly misjudged, and I think even at the time, so I'm going to, like, when I said uh, welcome back to 2018, I thought that would be enough to kind of just be like, wow, that was, you know, off off centre a yeah. little bit, you know. Um, but, like, you know, we can see that that's just ludicrous, right? And trust that it's going to be dealt with, you know, because trust me, like... It was going. It was and has been dealt with with the most serious um, 
in the ser most serious manner possible. Um, but um, I realized quickly after that, you know, just saying welcome back to 2018 wasn't enough. Um, so did you say that immediately following Sam? So immediately following Sa Sam. I said, okay. let's get back to 2018 or something along the way, whatever it was, like yeah. welcome back to 2018. You know, I thought that that was going to be, you know, just that icebreaker of, it's all, it you know. It is like an apology without, um, without an apology well, is it, well, is, until you is to, came is out to, again. But it was to kind of, but it was, I don't know how to, like, it was to be like, you know, like, I recognise this is wrong. Yeah. Right. I don't want to dwell on it because I want us to all have a good time. Um, but then I, I realized, you know, quickly after that, you know, this does need addressing further and it needs addressing tonight rather than addressing tomorrow. It needs addressing tonight, um, which is why I then gave a further apology. Um, and, and I made it clear that and again, like. I know some people have used my words to try and turn it into a dig at myself, but when I when I kind of um, uh, gave my apology, I, I wanted to make it clear um, that everyone's welcome at, at my wrestling shows, um, and I I wanted to make it clear that it's not a slogan of you know we're not just saying and this isn't a, again I know other wrestling promotions use the term everyone's welcome, um, and that's great, and I know, but you know I I I actively don't use that terminology and I wanted to make it clear that listen you don't see me because I didn't want people to assume that because I don't use that terminology um, and because that's not part of our uh, our marketing and, and our um, uh, I, I, I just, I'm trying to think of the words I'm looking for but you know like the you know it's not really part of the um, philosophy company philosophy yeah, yeah. you know like because you know like so so my, my all my stuff's very much based around pro wrestling is best you know the best wrestling in the world and you know it's all very much based and focused on in-ring stuff it's not focused on um you know the 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 wonderful camaraderie which comes from being a part of this because really that's what's made british wrestling so special is the fact that um all the fans come together have a good time um and and a one a community a real community right and um but my i but I choose to, I deliberately choose to focus on the in-ring aspect because that's just, again, that's just the branding that that I'm targeting, right? But that doesn't mean I don't hold those same morals and those same views. Um, and I just wanted to make it perfectly clear that the reason why there's that conscious decision not to be like everyone welcome and, you know, with our, you know, with our marketing and advertising and, and, and um, our our. our company ethos or whatever company action plan whatever you know the reason why we don't openly say everyone welcome and the reason why we don't openly shine a light on um you know all the all the different you know um, yeah i get you yeah yeah just sexuality, sexuality religions yeah. races you know yeah. everything sex is everything right the reason why we don't do that is because to me it's not a big deal right it should be it obvious was, it, yeah and that's and and I may be wrong for for you know for having that kind of mentality, but it's the way I've been brought up. I've been brought up to believe that you know because we always have a laugh, don't we? At one of my racist aunties, yes. right? Um, and I'm just like I can't believe like I'd, how can she behave like that with some of the stuff she comes out. Everyone's with. got a racist friend on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Yeah, right. But like um, 
but like some of the stuff she comes out with, we just kind of laugh about it now, right? Mm -hmm. But like, I'm just like, how can, like, because I've always been raised to believe that everyone is equal and it doesn't matter what someone looks like. It doesn't matter, like, you know, like, again, I'm not going to go through a list because I don't want to be targeted for, you've not said what someone smells like, or what, <laughs> you know. Um, so to me, it, you know, it should go without saying that everyone's welcome. And that's that's genuinely what I was passionately trying to get across to the crowd, you know, that, listen, this isn't, this isn't my, this isn't what you've heard isn't my view it's not in my control it's not revolution progress and as a company's view we 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 have the ethos we have the philosophy that everyone's welcome and we believe in it so much that we don't want to shine a light on it and we don't want to say hey guys come here with your this that or the other because everyone is welcome you know and we want you to all feel comfortable and we want it just to go without saying everyone's a human being Right, and I think that's a, and again, that everyone's a human being um, kind of philosophy is something that I've taken from the start of my journey in British wrestling, where like, you know, people would look at, um, I don't know, like for example, I was a referee when I first started. A lot of people would be like, oh, lowly referee. It's like, no, we're all human beings. You know, I don't care how long you've been on the job, how long, you know, do you know who you've worked with, who's your mate, whatever, you know. We're all human beings. We should all be treated like equals. It's not a case of, um, you know, I remember once, here's a good story for you. So once um, there was a, a brawl tour um, and we'd arranged to stay at a wrestler's house and uh, and there was another wrestler, Hayd Vanson, hadn't organised anywhere to stay and he got proper hot at me. He's like, who the F do you think you are? Like, staying at... Because um, I was like, well, I've, like, I've already organised this, so I'm staying... I'm staying here, and he's like, "Who the f do you think you are? Um, staying at um, staying at this place, person's house? You've taken no bumps. You're just a referee. Why should you get a bed when I don't?" Right? Well, you hadn't sorted it with the promoter. You hadn't uh -huh. sorted it with yeah. with any of your friends. You hadn't you hadn't organised a place for yourself to stay. So, um, and I'm like, it doesn't matter that I'm just a referee that I've taken no bumps. I'm a human being. Yeah, you I'm know? not going to be sleeping and on the road because I'm a referee. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, um, so, so because of that, I've always, and, and, and again, that's just, a, that's just, again, just an example of, you know, we're all human beings. We're all on a level. It doesn't matter if you're a fan and I'm a wrestling promoter, we're still human beings. We breathe the same air. We do the same, you know, we, we're, the, we're people, yeah. right? There's so no I, hierarchy you know, anymore, is I'm it? Not gonna, like, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to look down on you, you know, if you want to talk, I'm not going to big league you. If you want to shake my hand, I'll happily stand and have a conversation with you. It might be brief because I might be running somewhere, but I will always have time for you, you know. Um, so that's kind of what, what I was getting at with, you know, everyone's welcome. I just wanted to make it perfectly clear that I don't want you thinking because I don't fly that flag and say everyone's welcome, like, you know, rattle it, you know, home. I don't want you to think that that's... Be that's because I don't believe it, because I 100% believe it, and I, I believe it more passionately than, than anything, you know, and, uh, and, and the fact that um, people could go to my show with the intention of having a good time and come away feeling um, hurt, upset, you know, have being snapped into reality, because that's what I said, like, wrestling's about being able to go and suspend your disbelief. And the fact that that could happen and people could be made to feel uncomfortable while on my show genuinely breaks my heart. And, and, and again, this isn't, um, this isn't some PR speech, you know, this isn't, um, no one's 
this is going the way I've said this we're not going to edit anything the way I've said it will go out live I might have said some things which you might be able to you might like it's very feasible that you could take what I've said and pick little pieces and say well this proves this this proves that this means he's a bad person right I present myself as I am warts and all and I tell you from the bottom of my heart always the way I feel you know I'm never gonna and that, and that's why I think this podcast I want this podcast to be about I like reminiscing about our old times. I really do, mm. right? And I feel that I'm, I've always been in a position, or, or not always, I feel I'm in a position now where I can, I can say how I feel about something without, I'm secure enough to be able to be like, this is what happened, you know. That sort of worry of consequence. Kind Absolutely. Of. Yeah. yeah, because I feel like, and, that's, and I think that's a term, you know, that's a real thing. I'm secure enough to be able to, to say that, to say, you know, to tell my stories now. Um, without having to worry about, you know, where's my next job coming from or, you know, because, uh, so, so, so I want to be able to have the platform to be able to honestly tell people stuff. And if anyone's got any questions, I'm always happy to answer. Um, so, so like I say, and, and, and what, and what I hope we get out of this, so I'm going to be working with some people. Like I've, I've been in contact with one guy, I didn't say name any names, but, um, who's a head of diversity for a university. Um, and he's going to be telling me about best practices about how we deal with this stuff. Um, what I'm most interested in is obviously now this has happened, it's shone a light on it and, and, and hopefully it's going to mean that it just doesn't happen again full stop. But my hope is to be able to educate people, to help to educate people, um, to make sure that it doesn't happen again. And if it does happen, to educate people why it's wrong and why we can't be saying stuff like that. And now I, I go on record as saying, like I, and I said at the end, I feel most strongly about the fact that this isn't a witch hunt, you know? This isn't like, let's look at Sam and say, he portrayed a character in Mexico that was a Trump waving, you know, he cut some outrageous promos in Mexico. This makes him a bad person. He made a mistake, okay? And like, again, he's paying for that mistake and I'm sure he's had all eyeballs on him over the last few days. Um, he's obviously lost himself a lot of bookings, um, which I know he was very excited for. But obviously, I felt there was no way. So, so first and foremost, I don't want people feeling uncomfortable. I think his presence on my shows will make feel like people feel uncomfortable yeah, at the it's, moment. Uh, it's, it's too raw, too new. Yeah, it's not going to be easily forgotten. No, is it? So, um, and rightfully so. And, and, but. I I wish it's not a witch hunt, you know. It's not he's not he's made a mistake. He's he's misjudged the situation, he's admitted to that mistake. And I don't I don't believe he felt that it was as serious as it was at the time. Um until I explained to him afterwards it was. But how can we educate to show people, yes, this is a this is a, a very, very serious issue, you know. And I hope that we, I really hope that you know we can learn some some procedures to put in place to ensure that a this doesn't happen again, and b we can educate people. And like, um, and even if you've just, uh, you know, even opening up the 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 the, the debate, because obviously there's going to be some people who are just like he's just playing a character. What's he done wrong? There's going to be some people who are on that side of the fence, you know? But then there's going to be people who are majorly offended. There are going to be people who don't care one way or the other. But it's an, it's an important social issue, which we need to talk about, mm. you know? Um, so this has shone a light on it. Um, like I say, I, I 100% don't believe that Sam is... 
homophobic, racist, any of these things yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, as I, a human being. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I just, I just want to touch briefly that, like, from, from what I, I'm not going to give him a glowing report. I'm not. But, like, Sam, from what I know of Sam, and we're not best friends or anything, John. We've spent weeks together on the holiday parks. He's, he's staying at my house. He knows my wife. He knows my children. And that's just not him. Do you know what I mean? In his mind, he was confident that he was portraying a wrestling character. You know, the Sam I know is a million miles from what this character he portrayed on Sunday night. And I just kind of feel that, like, for the people who want to kind of witch hunt Sam, he's fully deserving of that. But that word, I think, is important. Like, he made a mistake. Yeah. And everyone... And it doesn't mean it needs to be easily forgiven. No, absolutely. Before people jump on exactly, me. I'm just yeah. saying, he made a mistake. Yeah. So, and and, ev- and everyone makes mistakes. And, and, and again, the, the severity of your mistakes can can vary. But, you know, I... I yeah, he... He obviously needs to learn, um, and like you say, it's, it's not something that will be forgiven overnight. But I hope, I genuinely hope that some good can come out of this. I don't like at the moment. It's hard to see what good can come out of it. But like you know, I I, I genuinely hope that you know, even if it's just, <laughs> even if it's just raising awareness, you know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but like it's not, and and let's be let's be clear, right? This isn't a uh, I hate to me like i genuinely will listen to feedback and converse like an adult with anyone but this isn't a i hate rev pro i hate andy quilden therefore you know you're yeah, wrong yeah i can jump on this yeah to, to, to further my, your my agenda, agenda or whatever yeah. it may be so you know and if you come at me with 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 that I'm not interested in having that conversation. So don't be, you know, coming at me with with all of that, with that, and then wondering why I'm not replying to you when I've said I will be open and reply to anyone. And I will, I will happily have a conversation, a grown-up conversation with anyone who who has an opinion on the matter and wants to discuss it with me. Is as far as I'm concerned, an open forum. I'm happy to to discuss. Um, as long as, like you say, it's a it's a grown up um, deal, you know. It's like I'm not I'm not here to, you know, just get into arguments with people. And to if someone says something to me and I reply with a fact, and they're like, "Yeah, but I don't believe you. You're just a prick," you know. That's essentially <laughs> what they're saying. Do you know sure. what I mean? Okay. And like I've seen a few a few of them. Um, so well, you just can't win, you know. Um, but that's. That's life, you know, and and again, I want to reiterate that the majority of the response has been a hundred, like to to the way we've handled the situation, the way, um, you know, we've taken it seriously. The majority of that response has been positive, and I thank everyone for for understanding. And again, I apologise to anyone who was upset, offended by it. Um, I would like to put the whole matter to bed myself and move on. Well, hopefully, this will be um, for anyone who who listens to this. I'm sure, yeah. and I, I just yeah, even pr- the people who don't listen to this, for the people who do listen to this, will tell the people who. Yeah, and what's, you know what I mean? Well, I think was the, the hardest thing and the saddest thing for me is I was just I was kind of worried about. I said I said to you before, didn't I? I don't even know if I want to talk about this because I'm like I don't, like I'm worried that it'll just something that I said will be taken out of context, and that's going to open up a can of worms, you know. But 
I, again, I believe to stay true to myself, I have to be open and honest about everything. Um, so there you go. That's what, <laughs> that's what I've done. Um, like I say, it's not been a, it's not been an easy few days. And I mean, it's hard because like, I can't, like we explained before the strong style of Ultra, you know, when I got that stress lump on the side of my head, yeah. <laughs> um, I carry the weight of this on my shoulders. I do. Um, and, uh, yeah, I did <laughs> again, like it's, uh, it's just a, it's just a tough one, and I just want to say again, just in closing, I'm just sorry uh, for anyone who was offended, anyone who, um, not even just anyone who was offended, anyone who 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 heard it and was subjected to it. It goes without saying. It's not not going to appear on RPW on demand, and it goes without saying that obviously um, we we've spoken to Sam, as I've said. He won't be appearing on our our future shows at the moment, um, and uh, you know and he was scheduled for a lot of shows, um, so he won't will no longer be appearing on those Revolution Pro Wrestling shows, um, and um, and I'm, I just hope we can move forward in a positive light and uh, kind of put this, let's put this to bed and just move forward, you know, move on. Okay. And if you would like to get in touch with Andy about it. Kill him on Twitter. It seems almost like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm on Twitter at Aquilden, um, A Q U I L D A N. So, you know, I am happy to talk to people, um, but like I say, sensible grown-up people. Um, and if you want to talk to me about it, at Boy Simmons, we talk to you about anything. B O Y S I M M O N Z. Um, yeah, maybe you could, if anyone wants to tweet me some stuff to lift my spirits a little bit as well after that. That was quite heavy, wasn't it? <laughs> I'll tweet you um, So, uh, that was a, yeah, so that was a, yeah, a stre- like a, a heavy end to a what I like to be a light-hearted podcast. So, um, so I hope we'll be back to more, uh, more light-hearted shenanigans next week. Um, I'm sure we will. Uh, we get to hear Andy's half-review of World of Sport Wrestling. <laughs> Um, maybe you can. <laughs> yes, it was good. Yeah, maybe I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna quiz you on next week's episode. Okay. 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 So, uh, so yeah, we'll we'll see you uh, next week. Wait, I'm oh, gonna listen. quickly plug Talk my Instagram because I promised a good picture. Oh, okay. Yeah. B o y s i m m o n z one nine eight four. Again, I have to question that handle, but can okay. I change it? I don't know. I'd like to change it. Well, it's too late because you've given this podcast. You've given it out on the podcast now, haven't you? And yeah, like, yeah, but people search that in the search uh, engine. I can see that in the archives. It's going to be in the archives. They listen to it in the archives. Everyone's going to think that you're you're stuck with it now, mate. Okay, fine. But I've got more followers than you, and I've been on it two weeks. I'm not trying. I put a picture last night of me when I was 17. Yeah. 16, I think. Nearly 17. I think I was nearly 17. It was my fifth ever match. Me, Paul Travell, Gary Haywood. I mean, if you're listening to this, you've obviously heard of me, but two names you probably... Oh, you might know Paul from the FWA days. Um, anyway. So you ahead, put that picture like. I've got a question. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's end on a, a happier note. Okay. If you looked at that picture of a 15, 16-year-old you mm-hmm. on your Instagram, yep. bearing in mind, what number of professional wrestling match was that? Five. It's your fifth professional wrestling match. If you look to that picture of yourself yep. now, you, Andy Boy Simmons today, look to that picture of young Andy Boy Simmons there, and you said, he's a professional wrestler. He's wrestled five matches. He's got another match coming up. Yeah. Right? What would you say? I'd say, 
I think I want to go break his legs. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> no, I don't think I'd be too impressed. Well, in actual fact, uh, the three of us are all wearing T-shirts. So all three of us were T-shirt wrestlers. Mm. And T-shirt wrestlers are amongst. Amongst, not all, before you jump on me, tell me so-and-so wears a T-shirt. T-shirt wrestlers are some of the worst. Mm. So, it's interesting though, isn't it? Because there's probably some people you wouldn't give a shot to in our uh, in our training school. Yep. Who look like you do in that picture. Yeah, but not one of so them has imagine, come through and shown me any sort of transformation. But all I'm so. saying, all I'm saying is imagine if you showed the same faith in them as Mark Slayman showed in you. God bless Mark Slayman. The end. Love you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That'll do. I'll All speak right. to you. It'll speak to you next week. All right, ladies.